Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special, incredible, amazing episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Today, we celebrate our 50th episode. Whoa, 50. I know, right, Mike? I can't even believe it. It's September. It's only September. This podcast's official birthday is February 14th, Valentine's Day, and we have already hit 50 episodes. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Really cruising. So, folks, as you hear, I am your host, Matt Hinshaw, as always. You can follow me on the internets at, at Hinshaw Photo everywhere. I'm a photographer, so that's why it's at Hinshaw Photo. Please feel free. I, I love it. I don't post a whole lot, but uh, I like followers because I'm a narcissist. And with me, as always, who's piped in already, my good buddy, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everyone. I'm just excited to, uh, you know, 50. It's, it's exciting. It's huge. It's huge. So, everyone, to let you know, this pod is going to be a little bit different than our average one. We are not doing our brand new movie today, even though it's Tuesday. Um, we're doing something a little special. So, uh, Mike... Um, Oh, you know what? Let's, let's let's scratch that for a minute. We're going to do something special, but uh, we're also going to talk about some of our most memorable, favorite movies, favorite moments from the past 50 episodes. So if you have been li- listening with us the whole time, you might get bored. But if you're uh, new to the pod, uh, it might give you some episodes to go and listen to and check out, and you might enjoy them. So anyways, on that note, Mike, um, let's get ready to talk about this film by... Give me a scotch. I'm starving. John Favreau? No, no, man. That's Tony Stark when he is at the bar at the party. Oh, I you, didn't realize. Like, I, I was like, I don't remember that line. Okay. That's one of my favorite lines of that movie. He walks up to the bartender and says, give me a scotch. I'm starving. So, okay. For those of you who do not know, we teased it a little bit. We thought about it. We got some suggestions on things to do. We didn't get a whole lot, but we did get a couple. But because of our really close ties to the MCU, we decided for number 50, we're going to go where it all began with the original Iron Man released April 14th, 2008. Mike, do your thing, buddy. All right. So Iron Man. Uh, came out in 2008, uh, directed by John Favreau. Uh, there's a lot of writers. Uh, Mark Fergus, Hawk Otsby, Art Markham, uh, Matt Holloway uh, was the screenplay. And it's starring, of course, uh, Mr. Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Tanner Howard, Jeff Bridges, Leslie Bibb, and a bunch of other people. And uh, the movie is after being held captive in an Afghan cave, billionaire engineer Tony Stark creates a unique weaponized suit of armor to fight evil. So you get to start it off, Mike? What, 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 what am I starting off? I don't know. Just talking about the movie. What, what do you think about the original Iron Man? So I love this movie when it came out. Uh, I had seen a lot of the trailers for it and things and wasn't sure what to expect. Because at this point, we hadn't had the MCU that we have now. We've had, we had had a couple 
Marvel movies, but they weren't actually fully produced by Marvel. They were licensed. Uh, so you have your like your Spider-Man that came out in 2002. You had your uh, Punisher in the 80s. You had, um, let's see, a few other movies. So I wasn't sure what to expect. I also wasn't sure what to expect as John Favreau as a, a director, um, even though uh, I I thought he might do a good job. I wasn't sure. And then Robert Downey Jr. Um, he's a wonderful actor, and but he had had some rough times um, before this movie had c- come out, and uh, wasn't quite in the uh, superstar realm anymore he's he's, he had he's had a lot of ups and downs so it was really interesting to see but i thought they nailed it i i enjoyed the movie i thought it was so much fun and after that i was like whoa there's going to be a lot of sequels and all kinds of stuff and boy i didn't even foresee what what the mc was going to become and and disney buying it and all kinds of i mean crazy well, I second a lot of what you just said. Um, I love John Favreau. When it was announced that he was going to be the director for this, I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. Because I've always been a big fan of him as an actor and as a director. For those of you who do not know, John Favreau has done a lot of things in the past, mostly comedy, with his good buddy Vince Vaughn. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. Even if the acting isn't that great, John Favreau is going to make it fun and adventurous and great. I wasn't sure how he was going to roll with the action, but it turned out great. Um, just like you, I was very hesitant about Robert Downey Jr. Because I think he had recently gotten out of rehab or was just starting to climb his ladder again when they cast him as Iron Man. And I was like, oh man, this is either going to be really great or really bad. And so far it has been wonderful. And I think partly this role is what helped Robert Downey Jr. Continue his streak of remaining sober for the most part and not getting into trouble quite as bad as he used to, because now he has kids looking up to him. I mean, you know, when you say Iron Man, you to anyone, you immediately think Robert Downey Jr. You don't think of the comic book anymore. You don't think of Tony Stark. You think Robert Downey Jr. Then that's what he's built. That's what he's built over the past 10 years. It's incredible to think of that. Yeah, you're right. I think that has helped. Um, and it's also helped him get other gigs, I think, maybe that he might not have been approached for before this movie. Right. I agree. Now, one I have to say I wasn't I was a little hesitant about in the casting is uh, Jeff Bridges, and I am a very big fan of Jeff Bridges, but he has never really come off as much of a villain to me. He's always been kind of the hero or the slacker, as we've seen in the Big Lebowski. I've never really envisioned him as a villain, and he did a fantastic job as the villain. Yeah, no, he was great. I thought he was real uh, real good. And for those of you who are not well-versed in the comic book world, um, his character is from the comic books, 
although he did not work for Tony Stark, he had his own company. But his um, villain name is actually Iron Monger, which he did exactly like in the movie. He, you know, created his own Iron Man type suit. Yeah, yeah, um, he did. All right, so Mike, um, we don't need to do any ties for the Marvel Cinematic Universe because uh, this is where it all began. So we yeah, don't this, need it. This is the original. This is the MCU starting. Yeah. Oh, did you um, remember? Can you remember back? I guess is a good way to put it. When you first saw this movie in the theaters, did you make sure to stick around for the end? Yes, I think I had heard that we need to stick around to the end, which of course was something that we're not very accustomed to, except for Marvel movies now. They've trained us. Right, and now everybody is doing that. They're having little teasers at the end. But yeah, this is the very first one in the MCU, and immediately I got extremely excited watching that because... It's Nick Fury, and it's not white Nick Fury, it's black Nick Fury, which there is a difference. There are two different ones in the Marvel Universe, and it was played by Sam Jackson, and oh god, everybody loves Sam Jackson. I love Sam Jackson. How can you not? And so yeah, he's Sam, been in, like, everything. Yeah, so Sam Jackson, as Nick Fury, and the line he drops, oh, dude, I mean, I'm getting chills right now thinking about it, and I've already experienced all the films. You know, he drops the line that I need to talk to you about the Avenger initiative. And I was just like, oh, yes, we're getting an Avengers movie. This is going to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. uh, ah, Wow. I know. It was huge. I know. It was huge. I know. When you think back, you know. All right. So to put in perspective how old this movie is. It doesn't seem like it's that old. It seems like it's yesterday. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. in Infinity War looks almost exactly the same as he does in this movie. That's one thing I picked up. He doesn't look like he aged at all. And I think, again, a lot of that is him being sober has really helped. Yeah, maybe. Um, Yeah, he does look the same. And, you know, getting healthier and things like that. I really do think that's a... I think it's, you know, this movie has helped save his life, in my thoughts. But I'm just snowballing. But anyways, so if you think about it, this movie came out in 2008. That was right when I moved to Prescott. I moved to Prescott in 2007, and I saw this movie here in Prescott with uh, at the time. I think I had a girlfriend then. But uh, um, if you notice, there's some things in here that even show kind of its age. It's aged well, but it still kind of shows its age. Like if you notice, everyone that actually has a cell phone, they're all flip phones. They're not smartphones. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Tony Stark at his mansion has landlines. I I only know maybe three people that have landlines nowadays. Yeah, weird. Right? And so you see little things like that throughout it, but it's not not awful. So, but there are aspects of it that have aged. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's going to happen. There's always going to be some kind of tech or something that's not quite right right but still um there is a lot of technology in there that still to this day is not out like uh i personally really like the augmented reality where he's sitting there working on building his iron man suit and he's physically doing it 
digitally with a 3D kind of sculpt, you know, digital design sculpt, I really think that's cool. I wish that technology would happen. It yeah. might someday, but we're nowhere near it now. And that's one thing where it's for sure ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, I think we might be closer than you think on some stuff. Yeah. But you would have to have goggles on his stuff. I mean, this is, you know, it's there. It's tangible. He's not wearing anything yeah. special. Yeah, yeah. You know. He doesn't have to wear any lenses or anything, anything special. Right. And then the other thing I really like is his artificial intelligence Jarvis and his two little robots that add a little bit of humor to the film. I just I love that 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 scene where the <laughs> he's sitting there yelling at it and he's like he's like he calls the the one robot a dummy and he keeps threatening him that he's gonna give him away to a city college. <laughs> uh, yeah. So funny, so good. All right, Mike. So I know you looked up a bunch of trivia for this movie. Uh, go ahead, give us some. Oh man, there's a there's quite a bit about this movie, but. It's quite interesting. They tried to originally make this movie in 1990. Uh, I believe at that time Universal had the rights. Then the rights passed over to Fox. Then the rights passed over to Paramount. And then the rights passed back to Marvel. Uh, which is like, wow. And in between all that that um, passing around, uh, one of the times Stan Lee and... Uh, I forget who it was, uh, wrote a script for it, and it still didn't get made. And wow. it just surprises me like crazy. Uh, there's been multiple directors that have tried to get a part of this. Um, it it just, this movie took a long time to, to, uh, to actually make. Um, and then another crazy uh, story about this is, a lot of the script was being written while they were shooting. So a lot of it is um, ad-libbed by uh, <laughs> um, Robbie Downey Jr. And apparently Gwyneth Paltrow sometimes had a hard time keeping up with him because uh, he would say things and she wasn't even ready for the things that he was saying. So it was very like uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, yes. Um and I guess the only reason Gwyneth Paltrow even signed on to do this role was uh, the studio was 15 minutes from her house. Ha! That's funny. <laughs> yeah, she is kind of an odd person to be cast in a Marvel movie, but uh, she's fit in well. I-, I personally am not a huge fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. I think she's a a crazy weirdo hippie person. But uh, she's a good actress, so... Yeah, um, another weird one is uh, Paul uh, Bettany uh, Jarvis. Yeah. He uh, did his lines in two hours for the movie, and uh, that's it. Wow, that's impressive. And that's one thing I have to applaud Marvel and everyone that's been involved with these films, is that they kept Paul Bettany around from the start, from the very start. A lot of people don't know that, and he is physically vision in the films. He's not just a yep. voice. And that was just the for the foresight to do that was just fantastic. Because if they would have cast someone older or whatever, it wouldn't have happened. You know, he would not have fit his the vision. But Paul Bettany, oh perfect. I mean just perfect casting. Yeah, yeah. Um it's pretty crazy. I mean there's and he just did the role as a favor for uh uh John Favreau. And then it becomes like this huge thing. 
All right, Mike. So, um, is there anything else you want to add about uh, Iron Man before we toss out our ratings? Um, no, no. I, I, I think, I think that's uh, that's the major stuff. Oh man, there was something that I was thinking about last night when I was watching it, and now I forgot it. Oh no! Oh that no! Sucks. That's not good. See, that's why I need to write stuff down like you and take notes. Yeah, well, it helps sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Crap. I and mean, it was something smart, too, and I forgot. Oh, well. I'm too busy caught up working on my car. Damn it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's all right. That... It it was something to do with uh, something of the dichotomy or I don't know. Like, um, you know how in the beginning Tony Stark is, you know, this rich billionaire does whatever he wants, and then he meets um, the uh, the surgeon guy. I'm forgetting his name. The, yeah, uh, in the cave. In yeah, the, in, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, it like flips a switch, and he goes the complete other way. But he doesn't. But he does. You know, he's still killing people, but he's trying to help people. I f- forgot what I was gonna go- where I was gonna go with it. Oh well. Okay. All right. But. Oh, you know, that's one that I do want to bring up that has bothered me from the very start with this film was how Terrence Howard, after this movie, refused to play uh, Rhodey from them on out. He wanted like 10 times the money or something ridiculous and they wouldn't pay it. And I really, really, really enjoy Terrence Howard as Rhodey. He's an incredible actor. But don't get me wrong, the the gentleman that they got to replace him, uh, Don Cheadle, is an incredible actor as well. And I bet you every day, Terrence Howard is kicking himself. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, apparently, yeah, he demanded more money, and I I couldn't get any more, much more out of that. But it must have been a large, large amount of money. Yeah, it must have been dramatic. I mean, he's an incredible actor. I'm sure he warrants a decent paycheck, but... I think he was just being greedy, and look what happened. You know, Don Cheadle has been uh, roadie for Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, um, all the Avengers movies he's made at least in an appearance. I mean, that's all lots of paychecks that Terrence Howard is missing out on. On top yeah. of on top of the uh, uh, rights later on, because, you know, Avengers and the whole MCU is going to be probably replayed from here until you know, you and I are well in the ground, you know, cause I mean, it's oh, that yeah. big of a movie event that, you know, I mean, his family could be making money off of this for years, you know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I noticed that I really, it, I think it's from probably the years, the years in the films afterwards is, uh, Clark Gregg as agent Coulson. Like you really kind of blow him off the very first time you saw it. It's like, Oh, here's this dude. He's from this weird government organization that has this giant acronym, and then it yeah. gets shortened to Shield, obviously. Yeah, and then you don't realize how important he really is until after you've seen all the other films, and you're like, "Oh my God, it's Coulson!" And you almost like cry because you know he ends up you know dying in Avengers, and then he comes back for the TV show. But Agent Coulson, there he is, you know, in all his glory. Yeah, they they did a really good job of keeping the characters and like all these stories interwoven over the, the, these many years. It's actually been quite 
amazing that they can have multiple of these movies in production and they'll have, you know, somebody have like a little cameo or they'll say something that's relevant that fits in with the whole stories. It's just, it's great. Yeah, they just, they've just killed it, man. They really have just done well, really well. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's been so successful is that it's smart, it's funny, the cameos make sense. They're not just, oh, look, there's so-and-so, or oh, look, there's so-and-so. You know, it's it's purposeful, and it builds this whole large narrative. And it's just wonderful. So Yeah, it's, it's not done like DC. Nope. Sorry, DC, but I've always been more of a Marvel person. And I'm just so glad they did it right. So anyways, on that note, Mike, how many reels do you give the original Iron Man? You know, Matt, I'm going to give this four and a half reels. Damn it, Mike. Why do you always have to take it out of my mouth? Is that what you were going to give of it? Of course, man. I love this movie. Uh, uh, this movie man, is I, fantastic. I, I really, I, I love it. I love it too. And I can't really see another Iron Man or anyone else as Iron Man. Like Robert Downey is Iron Man. Well, and that, you know, we could get into a little bit of uh, talk for Avengers 4, which is coming out in uh, the springtime. Well, summer, I think technically it's like May. Maybe it's April. But uh, Avengers 4, and one of the theories is that Iron Man is going to die, and that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be out, because a lot of the contracts of these big characters end with Avengers 4. And so there's either going to be lots of recasting, or there's going to be lots of deaths of characters. And so we'll find out. Yes, we will. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm actually really interested to see. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I I have a feeling of how the story's going to go, but I don't know who they're going to keep alive, who they're going to kill off, who they're going to bring back, who they're not. Um, I just... It's going to be hard seeing someone else playing one of these big characters if they don't sign back on. You know, like like I was pointing out earlier, I, I had a hard time accepting Don Cheadle at first, but he is a fantastic actor. I mean, I loved him in Traffic. He's so good in that movie yeah yeah no don Cheadle's great but it was like you know you started out with terrence howard and he you know was suave and funny and all this other stuff and then john don Cheadle came in and he's good in his own right but he's not quite terrence howard and it's so if they replace the the big characters which they might will have to do if they don't want to do continue their contracts you know like robert downey jr uh, Chris Hemsworth, those two immediately come to mind. I think yeah. ScarJo is probably signed on for life. I think she really gets a kick out of it, especially since she's getting her own solo movie soon. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so I think she'll be around as Black Widow for a while, but some of the other main core Avengers might be either recast or killed off. And so we'll see. Yes, we will. We got to see. All right, so Mike, um, this is episode 50. So let's do um, a little rollback time and let's talk about some of the highlights of this podcast, which started February 14th of 2018, Valentine's Day. 
what what what's some of your uh, most memorable moments recording with us or with me or for the podcast or whatever? Um, I think I enjoyed the uh, the Avengers uh, pod. Uh, probably was my favorite because we just had so much fun talking about the Avengers. Uh, it's uh, episode number thirteen. Avengers Infinity War? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just so much fun for us. I think, I think that podcast went on for like 55 minutes or something. We, we really, really went over, uh, we usually try and keep them around 30 minutes and that one yeah. was just like, woo. Yeah. Yeah. We, we went overboard. So I really like that. I loved, uh, talking about Jaws because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, of course. So, uh, it was coming, Shark Week was coming up. So I was excited for Shark Week and just love talking about Jaws. Now, I uh, agree with you. Infinity War was one of my favorites. It's one of our earlier ones, but I really liked, you know, saying spoilers over a hundred times. And I've had, you know, People that listen say that was hilarious. I'm so glad you did that. It was so funny. But uh, I also liked it because, you know, you and I, we really got into it. We really just tore that movie open and just talked about everything. And I think you were starting to become more comfortable behind a microphone and things. So I thought it went really well. Uh, Yeah, it might not be the most listened to one, which is fine. I don't care. Which, uh, interesting tidbit for those of you who are paying attention and you want to know trivia, our most downloaded is, to this day, is Red Sparrow by a lot. It's still? It's It's, still the most downloaded? Red Sparrow's hitting almost 140 downloads. It's crazy. Man, I I thought for a while something else was catching up, but I guess it it got lost. You know what it is? I I think it's those hackers and the Russian hackers. Oh, okay. They they just love hearing about the Red Sparrow. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Well, you know, we can we can ask the administration about it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, no politics. My my other toss up for my favorite podcast that we've recorded so far. Uh, I did enjoy Jaws a lot because it was fun hearing how excited you were for it. But uh, um, I have to say, I really liked recording Tucker and Dale because you were a little tied on. And you were a lot more talkative than you had ever been before. And I thought that really worked out great. But <laughs> Oh, all right. No, thanks. Thanks. And, and, so from that aspect, that and I also really liked that movie and I'd never seen it before and I thought it was great. It is a good movie. It's fun. Hopefully, you know, uh, the, the couple uh, people that listen to the podcast will see it and they'll spread it to more people and, you know, the virus will happen. Yeah, I hope so. Because it is really a lot of fun. And then, of course, um, one more that I have to mention that probably is more my number one. It's very close to the other two, but is uh, Ghostbusters. And that's just because I I absolutely love Ghostbusters to death. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, man. You, you busted out so many things. I was like, whoa. And that was just stuff you knew off the top of your head. That's yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't write down anything. That's, that's just a, what I know. I'm a bit of a freak. What can I say about Ghostbusters? And what's funny is that uh, a lot of people at work and friends listen to the pod and they're like, really, Ghostbusters? We thought you would just be Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I was like, yeah, that is number one for sure. Marvel is there real close, this Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I still think I probably like Ghostbusters more just because 
Uh, it's it has that you know place in my heart from being a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I love uh, like like Ghostbusters, and I love Goonies. We, we oh, really need dude, to do Goonies, yeah. man. That's one we definitely need to do. Definitely. Oh, I love Goonies. All right, so Mike, we'll go a little bit on the uh, film side. What is the most disappointing movie that we've reviewed so far? Uh, I think for me, it was uh, the Hotel Artemis. I was really expecting so much more, and it was just... Visually, it was kind of cool. It just wasn't that great, though. Uh, (sighs) I agree. I I was very disappointed in that movie. But that is not my personal most disappointing one. I have two, and they both really just bothered me really bad. Oh, yeah. I I guess I have one more, too. The first one is Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Oh, yeah. I really was looking forward to that movie. I really was, and it just was not good. It just, it's okay. It's mediocre at best, but I was really hoping it was going to be, there's no way in hell it was going to be at the level of the original. No way. But I would have hoped it would have been at least somewhat close, and it was not. It was just, it was just bad. Yeah, and that's episode 26. And then uh, my next one, it's a fairly recent one, and I know you know what I'm going to say, was Happy Time Murders. Yeah, yeah, I actually thought you were going to say that. Um, yeah, no, that was, uh, yeah. I think Sicario disappointed me more just because I built it up so much, but I built up Happy Time Murders too a lot. But those two just, those two are my most disappointing so far that we've watched. Okay, oh, so what's your other one? So I forgot... Uh, uh, Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh yes, it was oh, so dude. awful. Oh gosh, and you just sent me that honest trailer, and it was awesome. <laughs> so, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Did you see the original Predator one I sent you to? Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but uh, I I love the honest trailers. But that one was really, really like perfect. Yeah. Like, that one was on another level. It really was. I mean, you could tell they spent a long time doing that, and they killed it. If you haven't seen that that trailer, you need to go watch it. It is so funny. So yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. The Honest trailer for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is perfect. All right, so, Mike, um, what movie out of all the films that we've watched was kind of a surprise to you? Either being really good or being really bad. I know um, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. So, so I, I, um, I really liked uh, the movie that we watched, uh, Anon, which was uh-huh. a tributary. So that was from Netflix, and it was just really neat the way that they did all the um, display stuff for like through like the character's eyes and stuff. And I think it was so close to kind of becoming reality now that I was like, whoa. And I just really enjoyed that. I, I, I liked that movie quite a bit. So I think that was one of the more surprising ones. Now, which episode is Anon? Um, stand by. S- stand by. I, I don't remember either. I'm looking at two. Going too fast. I think it was um it was episode 35 35 okay i was gonna say i knew it was a little while ago but not too long ago so there you go episode 35 
Um, my personal surprise out of all the films we've seen, and it's probably one of our not so great episodes. Um, at least that's what people have told me. It was uh, your second episode ever, but uh, the movie caught me by surprise. I knew it was going to be okay, but I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. And that was episode number five, Game Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did really like Game Night. I mean, I liked it too, but uh, wow. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, but it just really caught me by surprise. I thought it was going to be funny. I thought it was going to be silly. I thought it was going to be okay, but I didn't expect it to be what it was. It was a lot funnier. It was a lot more serious. It was just a pretty good, solid movie. And, you know, also in episode five, I, I hate to bring this up, but it is also when we started tying all of our movies to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. All right. Yep, so, that was my idea that uh, is my uh, forever curse. Uh, yep, you are cursed forever. Yeah, I, uh, I was like, oh, you know, they, they probably could relate. And now I, I I spend quite a bit of time looking up whether uh, the, all the movies relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And for the most part, the answer is yes, which is amazing. So, all right, here's one I'll get into. Um, what's one of the saddest or most disappointing moments recording-wise to you? Not movies, but recording-wise when we were talking or bullshitting or whatever. Do you have one? The saddest moments of recording, huh? Yeah, or um, an event or something that happened or didn't happen or whatever. Just what is the most disappointing thing that other than an, an individual movie? Uh, if you I don't, don't I have, don't, if you don't uh, have yeah, one, I understand. I, no, uh, I don't got. What, what do you got? I the got only nothing. reason I ask is because I do have one. Yeah, I have a couple actually, and they both go along with uh, the original co-host mr seth marcourt uh i really enjoyed what he and i started in the first three episodes we sat down in my living room we recorded in person on a couple of headsets uh not even on a computer just on a zoom and then that was basically the end of it you uh came in on episode four as a guest host and have been the host ever since so it was kind of sad to see seth give up so quick and then um, I know he's busy, but don't get me wrong. I'm busy, too. You're very busy as well, but you still make time to sit down and talk about and see a movie. And I know Seth goes out and sees movies. He just doesn't make the time to sit down and talk about it. And I even offered to him to do it at the office, you yeah, know, he, right after yeah. work. And it was just frustrating because I just kept asking and asking and asking and asking and asking. And it just got to the point where I was like, all right, Seth, you're done. You're out. I'm sorry. I, I can't do this. And literally one day of recording and he was gone. And then uh, the second most uh, disappointing next to that was actually the day that Seth left uh, Arizona. We went and watched uh, Operation Finale together, which is episode number 44. I asked him to record me a little tidbit so I could stick in there as kind of a farewell. But it was uh, sad saying goodbye to Seth because he w was a good friend. Uh, I think he'll maybe be back. I don't know. We'll see. 
But now, uh, where did he go to? Where did he, he move went to? to Dallas, Texas? He moved to Dallas, oh, okay. Texas, um, specifically for a, a camp retreat kind of thing, and it's only three or four months long. But uh, I think he'll probably fall in love with the big city, and he'll probably stay there. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Maybe he'll yeah. come back. I don't know. Yeah. So, but that was kind of sad because we went and we watched that movie on uh, Thursday night, and he left the next morning, and uh, that was kind of my goodbye. Is uh, he left before I even got into the office? He was out, not not just out of work, but out of out of the state. <laughs> and he called me and he left me a nice voicemail. But uh, my final goodbye was seeing uh, Operation Finale with the original host of the show, which only lasted one night, literally. So, anyways, <laughs> not to, not to take it down a notch, but those are you know a couple moments that that were kind of sad to me. So. All right, Mike. So, what do you look forward to in the future of our podcast? Um, I look forward to me being able to read a little bit better, and uh, maybe uh, having a little bit more of my personality show on the podcast. Uh, I do realize that often I'm just uh, a uh, just sitting back, and I have my role, but uh, I I want to try and be better at it and then um i am looking forward to the uh uh harvest horror uh uh fest um i'm i'm looking forward to that so so am uh, i so am i the harvest horror fest horror fest. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just doing that to mess with you well mike uh don't don't get too discouraged when it comes to uh talking i know it's awkward uh, to talk in front of a microphone, it's awkward to be able to bullshit effectively. I've had lots and lots and lots of years to practice it in my journalism world, in my being a somewhat public personality in Prescott. I got to be able to talk to people about just about anything at any time. I tend to talk a little too much, which is one thing that I'm going to try and work on for the podcast. I'm going to try and let you talk more. Um, you just got to interrupt me and tell me to shut the hell up or something. But uh, okay. I'm also really looking forward to uh, getting and seeing more movies, especially now that I uh, got my Cinemia working, which is pretty sweet. Oh, you got the card in? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't get the card, but I was able to activate it through the app. I had to pay a dollar fee, fee, but it was okay. I still got to use it for uh, our next movie, uh, which will be uh, White Boy Rick. Nice. Now, was that at the Harkins? Were you able to go to Harkins? I could have gone to Harkins, but I chose to go to Picture Show because Picture Show had a better timing for me on it. Harkins had a 7 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. And I was like, wow. Uh, 7 is cutting it close because I get off work at 6, which typically means I usually leave work at 6.30, sometimes later. And so I figured seven was pushing it because I wanted to come home and put the dog on stuff. And Picture Show had a 7.30. So I booked a 7.30 and went and saw it with three other people in their largest theater, which was odd. But whatever. Um, the other thing I really, really would like is for our listeners to uh, get more involved or just to grow. Um, you know, I would like our listeners to tell people about the podcast if you enjoy it. Uh you know, tell your friends, tell your family, whatever. Just tell them. Be like, hey, these guys are kind of funny. They have 
decent opinions on movies or they got shit opinions on movies, but they're funny. So listen anyways, you know, I'd like to see us grow and I'd like to get some more listener interaction. I'd like to get either more Facebook interaction or I'd like to get, uh, emails, uh, send in your requests for movies. You know, when you send in a request, your request gets put to the top of our list on legacy casts or hell, if you even want to request a movie that's currently out in the theater, Requests always come first, unless we really have something we want to do. Right, yeah. So, we, we, we try our best to do the requests, and I think we've done a pretty good job of doing uh, quite a few of the requests. We've, we've only had a few. Yeah, we got a few that we still need to get to. Um, and they're, they've been requests, but they're, they've also been kind of uh, half-assed requests, I guess you would say. It's kind of just my friends and family saying, hey, why don't you do this? Or, hey, why don't you do this? It's not like a formal, you know, hey, I really want you to do this, you know. So, right. and it's like, uh, uh, here's a few of the requests. Uh, one of them was requested actually before we even started the podcast. But uh, Green Lantern, uh, Bubba Hotep, uh, The Thing, 1982, uh, Demolition Man, The One, Predestination, Prisoners, Mall Rats, and Short Circuit. So those are our requests that are in our queue as of right now. Nice, nice. Those are all good movies. So a lot of those will probably be put on hold for Halloween Oh, not Halloween. See, I almost did. I almost said Halloween. You, scr- you screwed yeah, it up. I know. Well, let's say uh, Halloween Horror Nights. No, 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 no. Our Harvest no. Horror Fest that's coming in October. Because yes. uh, that's what's going on there. So, anyways, I know we're going a little long, folks, but I think it was important to talk and discuss the pod. And I can I see us continuing to do this. I think if push comes to shove and we get too busy, especially me rolling into a season for basketball. Um, we might have to go down to one episode a week, but we will discuss that. And maybe if we go to one a week, instead of doing a half hour, we'll do a full hour and maybe we'll just cram two movies into one. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, I got basketball nipping at my heels and basketball is a lot busier than football because I can have up to four or five games in a week when basketball's in season. That's a lot, a lot of shooting and a lot, a lot of editing. And yeah. then what sucks is um, football now overlaps with basketball because they switched leagues. And so the month and a half or so that I have basketball and football at the same time, I pretty much don't sleep or eat. I just work. <laughs> so that might get a little rough, but uh, yeah. we'll discuss it. Um, you know, and it also is a little tough, uh, Mike, with you being on the East Coast. Granted, daylight savings time is going to help, and it's coming around the corner. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not too far. Um, in November. Yep, <laughs> and so that'll that'll help out with the recording because you know I tend to be up later, and uh, so that helps out with you. You know. And you tend to get up early and work way early. So. Yes, I love to work super early. But anyways, here's to uh, hopefully 50 more episodes. And uh, I would say our next milestone is going to be either episode 100 or our one-year anniversary. And I think since we didn't get any suggestions for a giveaway, I think on episode 
100 or um, our one year anniversary, whichever one comes first, I think we'll do a giveaway because uh, why not? We'll, we'll give away a, a Blu-ray or a DVD or something, a movie, you know, something okay. that we can ship fairly easily. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's uh let's give away like a blu-ray we'll plan to give away some kind of blu-ray of something that that's good it won't be crap no we'll get we'll we'll let you know what we're gonna give away it's not gonna be a surprise because we want to entice people to enter and we'll we'll make it you know fair and we'll do a drawing and uh i think what we should do is like what we did with the uh solo a star wars story showing We'll have uh, people go and review us on iTunes, and then we'll throw all the names into a random number generator, and we will just pick. Yeah, so, that sounds but, good. Um, I'm not going to say go like us on Facebook, go like us on Instagram, go like us on this, go like us on that. I'll leave that up to you guys. But to enter the drawing, you have to uh, rate and review us on iTunes, because iTunes is where we get probably 60% of our downloads. And for those of you who aren't in the podcasting world and don't know this, when you rate and review a podcast in iTunes or in the Apple podcast app or whatever, it's all the same. If it's tied to Apple, it's all the same. When you do the rating and the review, it gives us a better chance of popping up randomly in someone's feed so that they find out about us. So like say someone go- sits down and they look for movie review podcasts or movie podcasts or whatever. The more ratings we have and the more reviews we have, the higher likelihood our name and our podcast will pop up for those people to listen to. And so that helps us get more listeners. And that's what you know it's all about is getting more listeners, getting people involved, getting having fun. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Having fun, watching great movies, and telling jokes and bullshitting and talking about flaccid penis. Yep. You always got to bring up some flaccid penis. No, I don't always have to bring it up. I know how much you love it. No, but I, I was... The, the, the pun. Got to bring up flaccid penis. Anyway, that was bad. Oh my god, I messed that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christina, that one's for you. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. So, Mike, you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm just uh, excited. I'm looking forward to the next uh, 50, 50 plus episodes. And uh, I'm wondering what will happen first, 100 or or the year anniversary. I could sit down and figure it out, but I'm not going to because uh, I don't want to. So okay. I think we'll probably hit. Uh, our one year anniversary first. Okay. And I don't know what movie we're going to do for that. Maybe we'll do something really off the wall and scare the shit out of everybody. Okay. I think that might be fun. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll let you know. You'll have to stay tuned. Yeah. So on that note, I don't have anything else. Uh, thanks for tuning in, listening. I, I hope, uh, I hope you guys stick with us and, uh, you know, Keep sending us emails, giving us requests, telling us if we're doing a shitty job or if we're doing a good job or, you know, uh, how much of an asshole we are, especially on YouTube. Like that one chick that uh, hated us. 
<laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I'd like to have some haters. Give some us your hate. hate. Give us yeah. your love. Whatever. Uh, that's all I got. Yep. Uh, that's that's it for me. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening on this special 50th episode. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.